All right, tonight is another Lakers Live at LA Live before Lakers Nets coming up at Crypto.com Arena. It all starts at 4 p.m. Find the ESPN LA Street Team for a chance to win a Lakers autographed basketball plus a lot more prizes. And our friends from BBGo will have their Korean street food activation on Chick Hearn Court. Make sure you make it out there. That's coming up tonight at LA Live for Lakers Live. Ah, oh, is so good too. It's just it always hits the spot, especially like right before a game. You don't want to spend the money on the stuff inside the stadium, so you just grab some like BBGo at these at these carts. It sounds great. It it hasn't missed for me yet either. It's yeah. it's it is especially like the stuff you get at the grocery store, the frozen stuff. It right. Sometimes like, that frozen stuff doesn't heat up great, and right. it's no, not and you, this heats up perfect. That's what and, I was going to say. It's how you heat it up too has got a lot to do. with And it. so yeah. you talked about how your your like kind of not cheap meal, but your your cheaper meal. You know when you're trying to make money stretch was rice and chicken. Oh, well, yeah. you can just elevate it just a little bit because BBGo doesn't break your bank. It's just you get the rice and you get those orange chicken. Fantastic. Little uh, breaking baseball news here. One of the bigger names that was still on the free agent market is no longer uh josh Hader has signed with the houston astros they are in agreement with a five-year 95 million dollar deal uh that according to espn no deferrals the largest present day value contract for a relief pitcher in baseball history and that's just whoever is next seems to always kind of get a, a dollar more than the last guy but uh, josh Hader is a very very good pitcher going to a very very good team so not surprised that the astros are doubling down it's interesting you know Padres had a chance at the trade deadline. Do they move on from some of these guys? And I, by the way, I understand why they didn't. Do yeah, it. and and it it makes sense why they didn't do it. I, I think there was an emotional side of it, which was more important. But Hater with the Padres, there were a lot of games where he, like untouchable, can't hit this guy. He did go through a stretch where did he get wild? Yeah, he got yeah. a little wild. Yeah, but that was early on when they had just traded for him. But he settled down and he was fine. The one thing I think Padre fans will remember about Hayter is actually listen to a good podcast about this. There were some storylines why it was the way it was. He was basically a three-out guy. Was really not willing. If you needed four outs, he was not willing. Um, and I think it had something to do with his relationship with the Brewers where I think there were some times where they used him for four outs and then some of the incentives that he was going to get never ended up getting them. So I think him and his agent was like, Okay, well, we're not going to do that again. But when he got traded to the Padres, basically a three-out guy, joins a, a legitimate team in the Astros. He's really good. And those those guys, especially left-handers, it's weird. Like those left-handers with those really funky arm slots like Hayter has, sometimes they'll lose it for a game or two. And they're just all of a sudden they're walking guys, and then they find that arm slot again, and they just start wiping people out all over again. The Dodgers always had pretty good luck against him. Like he, he's really really good but he was one of those guys that when he came in at the end of the game like in you, Milwaukee predominantly because I thought with the Padres he was he was okay but it, that was one of those guys that when he came in against the Dodgers I'm like we still have a chance not a great chance but mm -hmm. some of those other guys that come in it's like okay this is this is a wrap you're not getting you're not getting hit off of of those guys that are just lights out you surprised by the money no yeah. I, with pitchers, especially pitchers of a certain age, I am a little surprised at the length of term. And I get it. I get if I'm Josh Hader, I want term is the number one thing I want, right? I want, how long can I guarantee my money coming in? Dollar second, because somebody is always going to just just give them that extra year. The Angels, just give them the extra year. Dodgers, other teams, like eh, we're gonna walk away from this is that. Astros. Yeah, right. That's a that's a You're kind of in the middle. You, um, I'm, I'm actually, it's kind of funny, and we'll get back to the NFL stuff. Snell still, still hasn't signed anywhere. 
He's a weird one. I know he is. He's because he's really good. Yeah. He, he's not old, but he's not young. Yep. And he's had some seasons that weren't good. Well, and I, I will tell you part of the hesitation, I think, for him. Would you want him back in San Diego? It's funny. I, I, I'm i going to go back. Yes, because they Let's need say he pitching. gets the going rate. He gets a lot of money for a long term. You, you good? Mm, a lot of money long term. Gets the, gets the rate. He gets what he's looking for, I guess, is the best way of saying it. No, I would take my chances. Yeah. I'd take my chances. Because and, here, and here he is coming off a side. I don't believe in him long term. I just don't. He I hasn't don't believe stacked in great seasons like in a row. He's mm-hmm. good season, okay season. Walks good season. a lot of guys, but he does still, walk a lot of guys. Still figures out how to get. He misses a, a lot of bats lot of too. You know, right? And that what's the uh, run prevention is the uh, phraseology of the day. Oh, you know, the run prevention is going to be on the mound. He miss. He gets a lot of swing and miss. He misses a lot of bats, but he does walk a bunch of guys. Hater to the Astros, ninety-five million bucks. Back to the Rams. Yep. And whether or not they should use that 19th pick in the draft on a quarterback. The name that you've seen in mock drafts are all over the place is J.J. McCarthy from the the Michigan Wolverines. That he's declared for the draft. He is a national championship winning quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he's young. He's 20 years old. Mm. He's a, he's a young guy. So there's a lot of room for development and for growth. And I think the reason let me, let me, I'm going to kind of do this backwards. If the Rams really like him slash love him absolutely pick him and here's why you can do it because there's not going to be any pressure to play him because Matthew Stafford is still at the top of his game he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league that if Matthew Stafford came out and had a couple of bad games at the beginning of the season somebody put McCarthy in it's not it's Matthew Stafford give him some time and he's going to be good he's going to continue to be good Look at what Jordan Love's doing in Green Bay right now. He watched a really good quarterback do it. Even though those guys, by all reports, didn't see eye to eye, it worked out. Favre and Rodgers didn't like each other. That worked out pretty well. You look at a guy like um, Patrick Mahomes, who came into the league and sat for an entire year and watched Alex Smith play, and it wasn't – got to put him in because Favre and Rodgers and even Alex Smith, who's the number one overall pick, it's one of these – yeah, that, that guy knows what he's doing. We don't have to rush this along. Letting him kind of cook and get right watching before you have to hand him the whole thing when Matthew Stafford's ready to go to another team or retire or whatever it is two, three, four years from now, and then McCarthy would only be 24 at that point, that seems like a really good fit if you like his game. So I'm curious on this if you flipped it the other way and you asked some of these young quarterbacks, these quarterbacks that come in and all of a sudden they got a franchise and – Every the entire fan base is, hey, we're gonna sink or swim with you, and you are twenty years old or twenty one years old or twenty two years old. I, I do like personally, and this might be just uh, a more of an old school approach. Can you give these guys a second? Can you give them a second in the league? And I wonder if there are a lot of these quarterbacks now. You you can see watch C.J. Stroud, who's got a, is part of a playoff game and already has won a playoff game. He's got the Ravens this weekend. Are there some outliers out there? Yeah, I'm sure there is. There definitely is. Joe Burrow, um, uh, there are plenty of young quarterbacks that are out there that have had success in the NFL and, and almost had immediate success. I mean, Josh Allen didn't wait. Yeah, did there, there, are plenty of, there are plenty of examples of guys that haven't waited and have had success, but there's just as many guys that haven't waited that have flamed out. Of course out. there is. Right. Of course there is. Yeah. And, and, and the reason why I bring it up that way is I wonder if a quarterback like McCarthy, if he would rather be – does he want to go to a franchise that's basically asking him right away, 
we need you to produce? Or would he rather come to a team like the Rams where I get to sit for a second, I get to slowly develop, I get to watch one of the better quarterbacks in the entire NFL that's won a Super Bowl and get a chance to learn from him. I get to be with a head coach that's one of the youngest in the NFL and has had all this, you know, so much success. Or here are the keys to the franchise, there's pressure right away. And I, I guess every personality is different, but doesn't it sound like if you're trying to crop something for your future the one of let's plant this thing once a day leave it alone and we'll come back the next day plan a little bit more you know water it again water it again rather than we're just going to turn the we're going to leave the hose on (laughs) and let's hope this thing just grows like no tomorrow in the next month okay so we have the example of Mahomes Mahomes a fantastic player might have been fantastic if he just started right away but it is a, a is a benefit of behind behind a veteran but also there's Trey Lance. Trey Lance, they traded up to get Trey Lance, and he they knew that they could wait with Jimmy G for a little bit. Trey mm-hmm. Lance can learn, and he can uh, become a better player, and he never turned out into what they are supposed to be. And now they have Brock Purdy leading this team into potentially a Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. just as often, you could have a Trey Lance that never actually turns out to be what you wanted to be. Sure. There, look, there, there are examples to all of this stuff, but what, what I'm getting at is the Rams have the infrastructure to allow time. That you don't, and 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 Matthew Stafford is far more credentialed than Jimmy G, right? right. That he he's he's a better quarterback, and, and I and I want to, I'm not calling Jimmy G stupid, but Matthew Stafford just gets football. Yeah. Just being around him and understanding how that goes, being in that it's environment is good. Yeah. and the Niners weren't they didn't have the guy; they had a guy, and mm-hmm. and they were trying to find the future. In Lance's case, I don't even know if he ever got a really good shot to do it, right? He got hurt, then Purdy, you know, kind of became the next good thing. He had a senior year of college, uh, delayed because of, uh, he didn't play at all because yeah, of 2020. Yeah, just the whole thing was kind of like, if you're talking, if you're looking for like the ultimate bad luck case, it might be Trey Lance. But I, what I'm getting at is that, and, and again, Mason was saying no, no, no to to uh, drafting a quarterback. They'd get Aaron Donald, get Matthew Stafford to help right now. That's fine too. I'm not against that. But if Les Need and Sean McVay are like I'm telling you right now, JJ McCarthy is the real deal, and you can get him. You have an opportunity at least to let him cook a little bit while your team could still be really, really good. That doesn't happen very often. But you also look at their like some of their their late round success is great. They they are very good at late round success. Mm-hmm. But you see Logan Bruss didn't turn out to be great. You have uh, uh, Tutu Atwell, who is fine, but he's not the wide receiver one, wide receiver two that you wanted to be. And so maybe they aren't just as great at picking early. And it might be that you – the Bengals pick right before the uh, Rams, I think, and then the Steelers pick right after the Rams. Mm-hmm. And so what if the Steelers end up – with this amazing edge rusher, and you always regret that you took a quarterback that you were going to have to wait two years, and he never turns out what he's supposed to be, when you have an edge rusher that could start right now, yeah. in your window right now. Fair yeah. argument, too. No, again, you got to love McCarthy. you mm-hmm. got you got to, in your bones, it's gotta believe. It's got to be the plan only yeah. if he's available. It, and, and I love, not, yeah, it might work. No, nope, he's my guy. If it's anything other than that, then do what Em's suggesting. And even if it, you do love him, and you're thinking, look, if we get that guy that can, Really go get you know what? Let's just do it. We'll, we'll have a Super Bowl this year, right? That if that's what you think too, then maybe you do that. But that they have options for the first time in a million years—that's kind of refreshing. Let's try a quick phone call here. Oh, I should have known this guy. This guy shouldn't have to wait. JC in Ventura. What's up, JC? How's it going, guys? All right. So I heard you guys talking about how to do onion rings. Yeah. 
and I just need to give you some advice. Me being an, a chef, a retired chef, the best way to make it is you need to make your own little sauce on the side. Every restaurant has this this stuff. So basically what you use is soy sauce, squeeze of lemon or lemon juice, whatever they have there, uh, and, and a splash of Tabasco sauce, and like a little small tablespoon of ketchup. But you mix that all together and you add a little bit of more soy sauce and lemon juice to flavor. Once you hit that, it's on the spot. Yes. Okay. No <laughs> I mean, complaints I, there. I, there wasn't one thing in that that I heard that I'm like, nah, I don't want that. No one will be arguing from uh, from you and I. Have you ever put soy sauce on something and gone, well, that was a bad idea? No. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. You know why? It's salt. Yeah, it's like, but maybe later <laughs> when my face blows up like a balloon. No, that's because, a different uh, problem. Uh, salt uh, sitting there. Yeah. Thanks, JC. It's, it's worth, it. uh, worth the risk. Yeah. Look, add salt, add butter. That works. No, no one's ever said, you know what this has too much of? Salt and butter. <laughs> Nope. Now, can you get your ring off your hand later? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be there for a couple of weeks, but it's definitely worth it. Also, Travis, do we think that the Rams will 100% pick in that first round? No, I don't. Do you think they could trade to get someone great? I think they could go either way. I I think, look, if they see somebody that they love and they know that he's not going to be there by 19, they might move up. But also, like, I don't know hypothetically do not aggregate this or whatever but uh if it was max crosby max yeah. crosby was somewhat available by the raiders the rams sacrificed a first round draft pick do they go back to fm picks and they get max crosby you know the answer to that Proven they've already versus they've already done that yeah. they did that with jalen ramsey they, they they they've done the oh he's one of the best at his position right now yeah i'll take him I don't know what the draft's coming. Give me Jalen. Jalen Ramsey was the best guy at his position when they did that deal. Jalen Ramsey was still one of the best at his position by the time they moved on from him mm-hmm. at the end of last year. We know they'll do that. They've already proven that. Give me the guy that I – no ambiguity on whether Max Crosby can go or not. Now, the other side of that is there's nobody here that I love, but I like this guy. He's going to be around there in the third round. Let's move back. Let's get a couple of third round picks. Let's get a third and a fourth. I wouldn't. They have options for the first time in forever. They can move up. They can move down. They can trade it to get a guy. It's exciting. They haven't had that in a very long time. Deontay Murray, hearing his name more and more. Slee's in. That's next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Join the ESPN LA Street Team. That is tomorrow night starting at 5 o'clock at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino for a UFC watch party. It's UFC 297. That would be Strickland versus Duplessis. You can win prizes from 710 and Bud Light all night long and experience the greatest sports bar on the planet tomorrow night at the 909 Sports Bar. Special thanks to Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your convenience store today. And that, of course, was the scene slee of Emily getting her heart ripped out by Furman. It's not a good day. I'm told I bring up UVA too often, (laughs) but... but, you know, you can watch some NFL games tomorrow, too, there at the end of it. But, yeah, it was the site in which I, I okay, that's the You game. made it sound like it I, I have fond memories of it. I like watching people that care about sports, and it's kind of fun when they get their heart broken, and I don't care. <laughs> no offense to Emily specifically, but, like, if— That's why I pay attention to you so much to talk to her. <laughs> exactly. It's fun to watch. I get it. I don't even—I I totally to get I'm, I'm, It's wonderfully fun to no, watch. No. What do you mean, No. No, I, I, it's for me. It's hating on the team, not necessarily you. Oh like no! If you it, want your but squad if you, to win. You don't like it when you know that your friends are in pain and it's not a real thing. Like I don't want somebody's brother to get sick. But if yeah. their team is losing, that's hey. incredibly awesome. This well, comes from the guy that says, "Well, if Outman would have made that catch every single <laughs> right, time." Right. Well, if I guess if you put it that way, when my friends. Do watch the Chargers lose. Yeah. That I enjoy. There you go. But that's more of my hatred towards. <laughs> yeah, but you just don't like the team. Chargers. Yeah. I like it. But if it's not, if you can stick the knife in on okay. something that doesn't matter, that I day, love that. That day that she had to deal with that, SDSU barely won their game. And that got them the start of that final four Who'd run. Who'd they beat that day? I'm trying remember. to think off the top of my head, too. I can't remember off the top of my head. We watched it at Yamava at the 909 Sports Bar. It's a great spot, so head on out, and uh, you can have a great time. Lakers and Hawks, according to Jovan Buha, have discussed potential frameworks of a deal surrounding DeJounte Murray. Uh, uh, the Lakers would get Murray. The Hawks would get D'Angelo. Jalen Hood Shafino, the 2029 first round pick and additional draft compensation. Um, you said earlier today, Slee, like, yep, you'd sign off on that at 1220 on Friday afternoon. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to go back to a couple things. Coming into the season, I don't think the goal was, hey, hover around 500 halfway through the year. The goal was, can you build off that Western Conference championship? And I'm also not going to let a two-game or even a, a couple-week stretch of good Lakers basketball convince me that this team's good enough to go compete with the elite elite. I'm talking about Denver. I'm talking about these other Does teams. Does this make them that? I think it gives them a much better chance than it gives them... A, okay, better chance, sure. With the addition of DeJounte Murray, can I, can I are something? they a I, favorite? Are they? As, no, I don't think they're a favorite. Are they? Do they beat the Nuggets? Probably not, right? I'd have my hesitations. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd love my it's okay to say no. no well, this is, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> or do you I'm, think yes? I'm processing it because yeah. I think right now I definitely don't feel like they I'm beat with the you. Denver Nuggets. And there's a few other teams out there that I don't think they beat. The Celtics. Well, and, and also just why would I give them the benefit of the doubt against really a lot of these teams? Sure. The Clippers would be an incredibly tough matchup. Minnesota is a good team. that They could definitely beat the sure. Lakers in a seven-game set. I think it makes them better. And I like the idea of DeJounte Murray on the Lakers for pass this year. I like the idea on the concept that he's a player that could be with the Lakers for a few years. I like that he's making basically, you could almost call it, 
not exactly half the money, but a lot less money than Zach Levine would cost you. Yeah. I like the fact that you don't have to potentially give up Austin Reeves in a deal, that it's D'Lo the one that's going. That's appealing. There's a lot of there's a lot of little things that I think add in there, and I think the thing that's most important, I think they're a better team with him. Yeah, I, th- this is the struggle that I come back with. Because to Not me, all Laker fans agree, by the way. Yeah, the the... The thing that doing better than Levine is not my goal. Being slightly better is not my goal. Winning the title is the goal, right? So if this gives them a chance to do that, let's go. If this gives them a better chance of doing that, maybe it doesn't put them over the top like you're talking about, Al, but it gets them closer. And if things break exactly right, maybe, okay, and gives them flexibility and optionality moving beyond that, okay. But you better be pretty sure because – if you do this again, and it's, for lack of a better word, more of the same, right? And you blew up a team, and blew up's a strong word. Strong. If you, I agree. If, if you altered a team that all of a sudden kind of started to find its groove, and all of a sudden that groove is gone, and it's gone because maybe the pieces just don't fit the way you were hoping they would, it's yeah. like, what did I just do? But isn't it, like, I, I don't think there's a scenario, at least up to this point, where what you're talking about exists. And I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that. Let's say the Lakers were top three right now in the Western Conference and they were just playing well. That the Lakers are, they're one of the teams in the West that's, hey, yeah, they're one of the small few that you could say, watch out for the Lakers. And then they went out and made a trade. That's a lot more risky if they were playing well all year long. The problem is they have not been playing well all year long, so I think it's less Aren't risky. there extenuating circumstances, though? To an extent. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for every team out there, because I've seen the Lakers play poorly when they were healthy, and I've seen the Lakers play poorly when they had everybody, when they didn't have everybody. I've seen them kind of in every scenario. I value the year. consistency that they put together a little bit more than you. I'm not saying it's the end of the world. You're but not that, wrong. That they've got a rotation, that they've yes. got a starting lineup, and they basically said, we're going to roll with this, and we're going to see what it is. That they're, with the exception of Gabe Vincent, they're healthy, that they're able to put the same lineup units out in the same order night after night after night. I, I think we tend to underrate consistency in pro sports it's like just give me the best guys just throw the best guys at it and everything will work out well that's not a bad plan either but having the same i know what i need out of you every day and what i'm going to ask you on friday is not going to be different than what i ask you on saturday it's not going to be different than what i ask you on sunday and oh by the way on monday you might not play at all like that that's really hard to wrap your head around only a few guys can do that i don't disagree but the consistency you're talking about i don't think you could put d'angelo russell and consistency together I think there are legitimate concerns of D'Lo in the postseason. I think we saw a playoff run with D'Angelo Russell where not every not everybody felt all that good. I just don't think it's as – I value consistency as well, but I haven't seen a roster also be put together so far this year where it's like, don't touch this. They don't need to make any changes. Yeah, Laker fans. They, so the, the deal, Deontay – I keep saying Deontay. DeJounte Murray uh, coming from Atlanta. The Hawks would get D'Angelo, Jalen hood Shafino on a 2029 first rounder. That is the – Potential framework, as reported by Jovan Buha. What do you think? Eight seven seven. Did I say that? What I say? You said Jovan. Is it Jovan or Johan? Jovan. Jovan. See, we're both wrong. <laughs> Jay Buha is is reporting. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six uh they got a chance to build some mo yeah look they've won they beat two good teams in a row dallas and okc two really good wins you got a chance to get a couple more wins 
Brooklyn's not good. Uh, Portland's not good. Both are really bad. But you got the Clippers coming up early next week. All of a sudden, you keep looking at that game. I like five, that. Five game winning streak with three of the five wins against playoff teams, quality playoff teams. That's not nothing, especially for a team that's been win one, lose one, win one, lose one all season long. So this is very Laker esque, right? We start getting excited, and then something happens. This is just the way it's played out this year. It is. There should be absolutely no excuse that you and I are not sitting here on Monday saying, okay, hey, Trav, that's four in a row. And there should be absolutely no excuse where we're saying, my gosh, they only won by one or two or something along those lines. That's what should happen. Let's let's kind of pretend that that happens over the weekend. They haven't had – it's been such a roller coaster all year. Okay, You start out the season, starts out pretty slow. I think they were – Maybe three and five to start out the year, something along those lines. Then all of a sudden they go on the run and they win the freaking in-season tournament. People are excited. Forget the in-season tournament. It's just they're playing good basketball. Give them credit. Blowing out teams that, yes, whether they were good or not, they were playing good ball. Then they go on a stretch where they go 5-11 and 11 in 16 games. And now they've won these two games in a row against good teams. And it's like, I mean, I, I was at Crypto... Was it a week ago, a week and a half ago, where the question is being asked to Darvin Ham, do you think you're coaching for your job? Right. That was just a week and a half ago. Right. Two weeks ago. Okay, now let's say they go on a four-game winning streak. Now we're like, it's just, this is the season, all season long so far, that every one of these games is uh, is as dramatic as it gets. I, I, I It's a really good Which point. It's insane. It's but. a really good point that a, a week or so ago we were talking about, hey, are they going to can him? Literally. And, and it wasn't crazy. Because, like we talked about, it was in the air. And I said, look, if this continues to go, eh, this is going to get real. They, Do you they remember didn't. the game? The oh, yeah. Memphis game yeah. going into that Memphis yeah. game? Yeah, and, and it was a real thing. And they lost. And they lost, but they calmed down. After that, they've been better. He, what you said is right. This is also right. Back-to-back wins against OKC and Dallas is their two best consecutive wins all season long. Those are the two best wins back-to-back where not only did they win, they looked good. Mm-hmm. They looked like the team that we're hoping they'd be. LeBron was good. AD was good. The sporting cast was good. The rotations looked like they made sense. D'Lo's like, been great D- over the D-Lo's, last four games. D'Lo's been really good. So it was one of those, not only you winning, but hey, that looks pretty good, and you didn't beat Portland and Memphis, San Antonio. Right? right? San Antonio, you, you, yeah. you didn't beat those teams. You beat two good teams. So I get it. It's quick, but I, I'm, I don't know. You know, I'll... Op- 2024, I'm an optimist. Stretching. What do you want from me? Optimistic, and you're parking in P2. By the way, Al, bringing back your story when we were at Yamava, where you watched San Diego State win their first game in the tournament on their run. They played Charleston. Uh, But the big game you were thinking about was they beat Alabama. That was when we were at the pickleball tournament, and they were playing on the big screen that that SDSU took down number one overall seed, Alabama. Yeah, they had a game. um, Everything is just kind of mixed together now, but – that big screen we had at the pickleball, I was like, we're, everybody's getting ready to play. I'm like, we got an SCSU game right now. Pizza was bringing around pizza. We don't have time for this. You and Kirk. <laughs> you, Kirk. you and Kirk were yeah. locked in. Hot and cold. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, and we'll get to the popcorn in just one second. Very quickly, some breaking NFL news. According to Adam Schefter, the Raiders are working to finalize a deal to hire Antonio Pierce as their next head coach per sources. So Adam Schefter reporting that the Raiders are close to a deal with Antonio Pierce to be their next head coach. We'll talk about that in one second, but we have popcorn news. Yes, we got popcorn. Today is National Popcorn Day. And so um, I'm, I'm going to go to the Alamo later today. They are giving away free popcorn bowl for every five, if you purchase something for $5. So definitely go check it out. They have the best popcorn in town. What's a bowl oh, of popcorn? Like, what are we talking it's a, about? It's a big like a bowl. salad bowl kind of situation? Like a, yeah, but a big <laughs> salad bowl. So I've never finished one in one sitting, but it is unlimited typically. Um, but for this offer, it's only, it's no So to refills. give you an example, I got popcorn yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Pricing at the theater. Oh, uh, my yeah. God. I was literally having- Did you get hammered? We, I was having a conversation with a I guy. almost pretty reasonable with the popcorn prices. What was? Can I guess? How? G- g- give me a- uh, I guess it doesn't matter how big it is because popcorn is uh, well, uh, so basically I'm, free. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I got the small one. So okay. I didn't even get- You the, got the small popcorn. The it was $10. Popcorn. It's nine bucks. Yeah. Nine bucks. That's insane. I got a sparkling water. It was six fifty. Wow. <laughs> sparkling water. And so here's the funny thing. So I'm having the conversation with a guy. I'm sure he probably didn't need this conversation. Probably the first time he's ever had it, right? He said, he said, hey, do you want to also donate to whatever? And I'm I'm pretty consistent on that. If somebody tells me round up and it's going to this charity or it's do you want to donate to this charity, I'm yes, I'm in. And I said this to him. I said I would donate more if the prices weren't so high. <laughs> and he goes, I know, man. I'm like, it's all good. You don't make the prices. I was just going to say, he's like, dude, I don't set the no, prices no, no. around here. I, so I, I tell him, I said, I know, you don't make the prices. He's like, I, no, no, I know. He goes, He's like the prices are insane. That just the theater. I'm like, I'm, and it's all good. You know, it is what it is. But popcorn was ten bucks. That was the smallest one. I think the largest one might have been fifteen, something <laughs> like that. Whatever it is. Bananas. I was a day short on going for the <laughs> popcorn. Day. And what's great about Alamo is that they, you know, it's it's pretty reasonably priced, and you get a ton of popcorn with that. Um, but also, it got me thinking: Why did we associate popcorn with movies? If there's nothing intrinsically about popcorn that makes you want to have it at a movie. Same thing for like, why do we have hot dogs with a baseball game? Peanuts, peanuts in a baseball, baseball game. Peanuts at a baseball why game? wings yeah. with football? I know it probably goes back to like advertising at some point, but like, I don't know. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a high thought. Like, why, why do we choose these things? I, I have no idea, but you're right. Like, there, there's nothing like cinematic about popcorn. There's nothing particularly football-y about wings, other than when I see football, I'm like, you know what would be good? Beer and wings. Wings. 
Beer, yeah. beer, beer and wings sound I really, really good. When I did Super Bowl sushi, that's what I call it. I call like, it Super Bowl sushi. Okay, so two things can be true at the same time, right? Yeah. I said that. That's insane, but it's not even a little insane. Like, what's what's the difference what it is you're eating? I just, you know, want to enjoy the meal that I'm feeling for that game, and it doesn't have to be. Super Bowl mole. That's <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Why not? Why not? All right, so now it's time for uh, what's who's cold? And now time for what's cold. Buffalo, New York. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I always get the who or what confused when I toss the who's cold. Uh, so... Buffalo, New York is cold, not only because it's frigid there and it's absolutely so cold, but uh, they called yet again on the fans of Buffalo, New York to go and shovel out snow in their stadium, which is kind of insane. I think, you know, why not just, I don't know, hire a bunch more people, but I think it's kind of a, a cool thing, I guess, if you're the fan. I don't think else to do because you're in Buffalo, New York, okay. and to go shovel out snow. I, I here, Here's the part I don't get. It's Buffalo, New York. How are they not good at making snow go away? It, it it snows a lot in Buffalo, New York. Like, I get it. If all of a sudden there were a snowstorm in Los Angeles or Honolulu, we don't know how to hell to get the snow out of the place. We've never had to do Or a snowstorm even in, like, it, Nashville. Sure, yet. it's Buffalo. Like, how do you not have a system in place to, hey, it snowed, we had a blizzard, we got to get the, the stadium empty here in, in a day or so. Okay. How do they not have that this thought is, out? This is ridiculous. And I wouldn't do it, but the concept of a fan out there in Buffalo who's saying to themselves, I get to be at the stadium. There's nobody else there. I get to kind of maybe take some cool pictures. I hope the team. Whatever it is, right? Like, I get the intrigue and why they're. And listen, Bills fans are Bills fans. I'm sure there's a good percentage of Bills fans are saying, Hell yeah, let's go down there again. I'm not doing it. Who's the guy that was sliding? You, you saw this last week before the game. Yeah. Some guy is sliding with his shirt off going down. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Well, that's Buffalo. By Buffalo's the- missing it because what they should be doing is instead of saying, hey, we'll pay you 20 bucks an hour to come shovel snow, they should say, we you, we will only charge you $20 to come down <laughs> yeah, here exactly. and help yeah, the team. Right. Like if you come in, you want to be a part of the Bills organization, only 20 bucks, and you can come down here and clear a whole row by yourself. There'd be a line out the door. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Speaking of the Bills, uh, uh, NFL Network does this thing where they re-air old episode or uh, old games and stuff. The re-airing the 2021 divisional round between the Chiefs and the uh, Bills. That was the one that came down to like the last 13 seconds, I believe. Absolutely insane. It's going to be so pumped for this weekend. I can't wait for them to go off against each other. But that's hot and cold. Who's hot? Who's cold? It's brought to you by NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N or visit NextGenAaronPlumbing.com. What do you think? Antonio Pierce to the Raiders. That Players love him. The, the Raiders were, weren't great down the stretch, but they didn't stink. They were a lot better with Antonio Pierce than they were with Josh McDaniel. I guess here's the question. I mean, I, I'm, I wonder if Raider fans are saying to themselves, hell yeah, we're bringing him back. Or Raider fans are saying, wait a minute, look at all these coaches that are available. Are we sure we want Pierce over pick your coach? If Harbaugh, Carroll, Vrabel, Belichick. That, that's the one thing that I would hesitate on. It's the argument that I was trying to make with you guys saying that, hey, which is a better job? Is it the Raiders or the Chargers? And if people want to make a case for the Chargers, that's fine, and I understand why the case is there. If you turn around the Raider brand, and it, and you're going to have as much time as you need to turn it around if you're a Harbaugh or something along those lines, right? That what comes with that and the interest outside of just Vegas, but Raider fans everywhere, 
I always thought that that was I thought incredible has to be incredibly intriguing for one of these coaches. All right, you're you're doing something, and I, this probably has something to do with when they had a chance to rehire the interim coach a couple years ago, didn't do it. The players wanted him there. And I don't know how much God, that I hope comes that's into not play, a reason. but that should not come that, into that play. That shouldn't matter at all. Just because yeah, well, you actually, made it. Well, it, it, I'm not saying it didn't, but just because you made a mistake before doesn't mean that that situation shows up. It's not the same situation. Yep. It's a different guy. It's a different roster. It's a. So it's here, totally different. Here's why I think it is connected. Adam Schefter, after he put out that the Raiders weren't going to finalize a deal with him, he puts out another tweet that says, in 2022, Raiders players wanted Mark Davis to hire interim coach right um davis went elsewhere two years later raiders players wanted mark davis to hire interim head coach antonio pierce this time davis has listened yeah that's not your reasoning that it, should it, it shouldn't be my reasoning should be he's the best guy he's the right guy <laughs> right I see, yeah. I see our franchise Look, with this guy for three to five years first of all the employees don't get to decide who's the boss that's not how it works right number two you really don't want to do the thing that you just, well, I got this right. Is he the best guy? Well, I don't know, but the last time I had this, I, you know, I, I should have had the guy. And he, well, he's gone. You don't have him anymore. Is this the best candidate available? And if the answer is yes, hire him. If the answer Agreed. is no, then don't hire him. Let, That's let, not complicated. Let's go back to that tweet. He's saying that the players wanted Mark Davis to do that in 2022. What would the player say if Harbaugh walked through that door and said, I'm the new head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders? What are they going to say? Yeah, that, when I saw that, the thing that popped into my mind is that the opportunity slash risk for the Chargers just got even bigger because there's one of those jobs that's off the board and one of the big names didn't take it. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick didn't take it. Jim Harbaugh didn't take it. Mike Vrabel didn't take it. Pete Carroll didn't take it. That those four guys are still available. That's why this surprises me a little bit. And there's one less vacancy, which means those guys, you know, the music's still playing. We just pulled a chair off and now all of a sudden there's one less place for these guys to go. They better get one of those four guys. And, and all four of them would be home runs. I would pick Pete Carroll would be at the top of my list, but any of those guys are really good options. And the, uh, Antonio Pierce, they like him. He wears black Air Force Ones, Jorge. We don't hey, know what that means. That stuff exactly. That means he's he's about it. Yeah, exactly. He knows he's about stuff. it. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> the Dubs coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Bud Light was brewed to be delicious and easy to drink, right? Even when the little things in life get hard, like when the game goes into overtime, but now you have even more time to enjoy it and open up a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. I got to stop and uh, I got to stock up. We got four football games to watch this weekend, Slee. So I'm going to get my Bud Light. You go get yours. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So I got something on popcorn. So we talked about popcorn last segment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know me and my, my little tapatio sauce oh, yeah. and whatnot. So when you're when I'm at home and I'm making popcorn. I'm already interested. Movie, already know where you're going bro, here. I put it in a bowl. Yep. Take it out of the bag, put it in a yep. bowl. So yep. my mouth is watering right now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I take the Valentina or tapatio sauce. Yeah. And you sprinkle it I'm on I'm with there. you. I, use that, I do that with Cholula. Yeah, Cholula. Mm-hmm. That works too. Or if you don't have the sauce, get some tahin, sprinkle it on top of that. Great as well. Bro. How big Game is the bowl that you're doing? Do one of these. Oh, no, it's so, a big So you can kind of like flip exactly. a little bit. My brother. Yep. That is a great, sauce, great thing. Dude, I, you, Game changer. I'm not a popcorn fan, I just, yeah. it's, but that sounds pretty good. It's great. Because like, I like the flavor of the hot sauce well, and the tahin. Well, and he, here's what you could do with popcorn too. Because popcorn... Let's say you want something more sweet, right? Like you can put some chocolate or whatever. (laughs) Like there's other ways to do popcorn. Popcorn's kind of versatile. My sister does Old Bay, so she likes Old Bay on it. I love Old Bay. I am a traditionalist, much like my pizza. My pe- my popcorn, they're both two of my favorite things, and I don't mess with them. I yeah. go pretty classic. Just butter and salt. Butter, salt, and usually more butter. My sister, not my sister, my cousin used to work at a movie theater in our hometown, and she invented, you know, she's she's very particular about her butter. She didn't invent this, but you know how you can put the straw inside of your butter so that it's evenly distributed throughout your butter. So you have the straw, and if they have one of those movie theaters with like the pump, the pump? butter, yeah. you put the pump up to the straw. And the straw, uh, you bring okay. it up a little bit, a little bit, so that it's evenly distributed without your... It's like brining a, a, a pork butt or something. Next level. <laughs> yeah. Next level right yeah. there. Also, if you go to uh, Universal, that popcorn store, Pop- Popcornopolis, or yeah. whatever it's called, yeah. they have one with Takis flavor. It, they're like, mm. literally, the popcorn is literally like mm. filled with too the much spice. Bro, I'm with you. Something else. Spice I could do. <laughs> oh, I like me that. too. On popcorn, I love it. I just, uh, for like those... like hot Cheetos on your popcorn. Yeah, for those who would like Peacock... My um, premium account goes till February 13th, mm. 2024. <laughs> it's just been canceled. I was offered oh. three months for $2.50 a month, uh, $2.50 a month, and I have uh, declined that option, so I am no longer a Peacock subscriber after the 13th. I became a big boy yesterday. I bought my own uh, HBO Max subscription. Wow, congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> Michael says, hey, Let's we never go. finished The Sopranos. I'm like, yeah, Jay Stu changed his password, and I've never really reached out to get it back. He's like... Can we not just get it? I'm like, eh. All right. I got it. We watched one last night. It's the one where Artie beats up uh, Benny. It's a great episode. How much is it a month? It's like 16 bucks a month. It's one of the more expensive ones. Yeah. That's one. uh, You're probably going to make one less Albertsons trip. (laughs) One less sushi roll a month. They dropped it a dollar. Went down. When was the last time something went down? It's never happened. It went from 10 to 9. Now, 
At the end of the day, twelve tomorrow. The guy got fired. Whoever repriced it. Happy birthday to none other than one of the few people. Okay. That I think everybody likes. That there are so few. Like you, either are you love this person, you hate this person. You're left, you're right. You're blue, you're red. You're whatever it is, right? There are very few people that just everybody's like, oh yeah, I like that person. Dolly Parton. Mm. Dolly Parton turned seventy-eight years old today, and I think everybody likes Dolly Parton. Am I wrong? Yeah, she's beloved. She does amazing charity work. So she does this thing where she buys every kid in Tennessee a book every year. That is absolutely amazing. Like, she could be a billionaire time over time again, but she donates so much of her money that it's amazing. Like, she is just such a humble person, such a kind person, it seems like. I've never met her. But uh, she she's will been never married have to the like same her. guy forever. Exactly. Yeah. And she's an, an incredibly talented singer. Obviously, we know about that story with um how um the Whitney Houston song is time. actually the song that she wrote. She wrote that. Jolene, of course, is a classic. Yeah. So she's got a new album. I listened to an interview with her the other day that she did a bunch of rock covers. Like she yep. did like some Queen and a, and a, and a handful of other things. You're like, all right, that's not gonna work. And you listen to it, you're like. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's because she was <laughs> inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall, and Hall of Fame, and in her speech, she was like, "Well, I have to do some rock now since I got into the Rock and Roll Hall." Have of you fame. Have you listened to any of it? I have. It's not bad. No, it, it wouldn't be my first bad. choice, but it's not bad at all. Um, I also love "Code of Many Colors" by her, um, and I also watched this documentary with her. And I think that if you don't know anything about Dolly's story, um, I would check out her. Um, if you think all you know about Dolly is her hair, and you know her her. Steel Magnolias. Her that's bust. How I know yeah. her. I know her from Steel Magnolias. <laughs> yes. that's yeah. my, also great. She was good in that. My favorite movies. Yeah. But yeah, if, if you only know about her for her, her looks, I think you can understand why she looks the way she does. Wait, she just performed. She right? performed was that recently, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? She was wearing Cowboys. She did it on the Cowboys. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Peyton Man- yeah. And she did the t- uh, Tennessee game where Peyton Manning kind of walked mm-hmm. her out to yeah. the 50 yard mm-hmm. line. I remember seeing a story where she has a song in a vault, so when she passes away, that. They'll release, release it. They're gonna, they're gonna oh, release it's it. never been released. It's wow. never been released, and she's she left the letter, and she left it in a vault, and yeah. that letter says, Game "When changes. I pass." She's the coolest gonna, person. Yeah. Trav has that. Yeah. He's a podcast. So locked on Rams, <laughs> one podcast. <laughs> Nobody knows about. It's my real takes on everything, right? That would be the, like that's a great idea for draft. Dolly. Yeah, <laughs> Dolly having an unreleased song is perfect, and any of us having our podcast locked in a that's vault is. Funny. Very depressing. Edgar Allan Poe would have celebrated, what, probably 150, 180, something like that? Yeah. He was born yeah. in yeah. 1809. He was born in an old-timey, and he died in a ditch in, in Baltimore, and everyone thinks that he's so connected to Baltimore now. He's more connected <laughs> to Philly and Virginia than Baltimore. I'm okay, just... this is, by the way, much better than earlier. Where she, Remember, she was trying to throw it into the factor cap. <laughs> and then, I've never seen you abort mission on any of your factor caps. I just knew that it was a bad that thing. Was the only I just one. wanted to shoehorn it in. But yeah, you know, I, I just don't understand. They've named the Ravens after Edgar Allan Poe and all he did was die there. Today was the day in 2000 that Michael Jordan uh, returned to the NBA with the Washington Wizards. Oh yeah. That this is when he came back after spending obviously all of his time with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, he was also part owner, president of basketball operations, overseeing all aspects of the team. Less than two years later, he would return to the court to play a pair of season with the Wiz. Still play back in the day too. He, I, I don't have a ton of right, but I remember him being still kind of Michael Jordan-y. It wasn't Air Jordan, but it was Michael Jordan NBA All-Star. Okay, right? I, Am I wrong? I don't I remember tell it all you that well. Jordan in 2021-2022, or 2001-2002, still averaging 23 points a game. <laughs> the following year was still averaging 20 points a game. That's actually, that that's kind of the 
what makes what LeBron is doing so stupid and ridiculous. LeBron's been doing this now. I mean, now that he's 39, he's still an integral part of the team. It's not just a, hey, I'm on my tour. No, no. that's not it at one all. One of the best players in the league. And still doing it at this stage. <laughs> and he's never missed any time, any significant time. It's crazy. John, I got one for you in the dump right here. Okay. Uh, may- maybe you will know. A very famous date in Raider history in 2002. Want to take a stab at it? Okay. 2002 Raider history. I think I was there. Um, is that the year they won the AFC Championship game, advanced to the Super Bowl no. against Tampa? No, it's, okay. that's not the year. It was after that. I'm, no, no, I, I don't know. It if was right around. It then. was right around then, but that's not but it. But that's not it. What? It is an infamous moment in Raider history. Tom Brady. This is the Tuck Rule Day. This is the yep. Tuck Rule Day. Yeah, biggest crack. <laughs> I still don't understand ever. it. I was yeah. telling him, I'm like, I still don't yeah. understand the rule. This is the Tuck Rule Day. Today, uh, Patriots beat the Raiders. One in- of the worst calls ever. And I remember we had Pat Summerall on right after that. And he goes, you know, that was the correct call by the rule oh, book. Jesus. And I just lost it with him. <laughs> I, 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 I felt embarrassed later that I lit up Pat Summerall. This also they, the they answer to a trivia question. That year? Yes, they did. How about this? It was also the first postseason win of Tom Brady's career. Yeah, because that was right around what? the time. Charles yeah. Woodson hit him from the blind side, and that was ab- he was absolutely not in his throwing motion yet. Of course he wasn't. It was just awful. Totally idiotic. Awful. Tom Brady has the record of most postseason wins ever. We talked about this earlier. Want to take a stab at what that number might be? Okay. so uh, let-, uh, let me give you second place so okay. you can kind of try to orient okay. yourself. Joe Montana has the second most playoff wins ever with 16. Okay. I think Brady... I'm gonna say so. He went to, he went to seven Super Bowls, so that would have he to won be. seven Super yeah, Bowls. Right, so that means nine. he's going deep. So he's getting about four years. I'm gonna say twenty-eight. 35. Wow, <laughs> how ridiculous! How <laughs> wow, thirty-five. Next closest is Montana with sixteen, more Yikes. than double, more than double the closest guy. You know what we should do right now, Jorge? We should do some super crosstalk. How you doing today, Mace? I'm good, man. Yeah, you're good? Yeah. I'm yeah. looking for something right now. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, stall- I'm, I'm stalling for theory. time. I, I'm going to test a theory that you guys were talking there about earlier in your show. Okay, Trav. I asked Travis to hand me his phone and open his Uber app. Because okay. you guys were talking about yep. uh, that Trav doesn't tip. Most of the time you Not don't often. tip. On, so, on, on, on Uber you don't tip. On Uber, yes. All right, yeah. so, so I wanted to test... <laughs> And it just, it, it now you've got me rethinking everything. About right. Uber. Well, here's the. I know Why, what did you're you saying. expect my rating to be low? Right. I did. They yeah. don't oh, know if they get a review until after they rate you. No, but oh, they I'm know. Sorry, if they, 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 they know if you get a tip because I tip when I'm in the car. But I don't think yeah. it's till all till it's all. Over. My my rating's pretty good. It's very good. Yeah. I, and I always tip, yeah. okay, because I'm afraid if I don't, they're going to cream my rating. And then if you have a low rating, a lot of times they won't they pick won't you pick up. You but, up. Here's, yeah. but, but here's again, the, But again, John, I think nobody knows they're getting tipped until after they've already rated you. I don't think that's true because a lot of times I'll rate, I'll tip in the car while I'm on my way there so I don't forget to do it. Oh, okay. And I they'll always say, forget. They'll say thank you for bad. the tip. Really? So they know, unless, unless they... I think they don't. Anyway, Trav, my theory was, okay, I tip every single time. because I'm a, no matter what. Yeah, even if the guy's awful. What's yeah. your rating? Because 4.93. What's That's mine? That's really good. Okay, you, you say you tip. It's not how never. Many, how many Uber rides would you say it took this year, roughly? 20? 
slightly more than that, but yeah, sure. Yeah, so two a month, 25. Yeah, that sounds about right. Hey, your rating, and you would say of those 25, you I tipped would, maybe five times? Did 10. Okay. 15, no tip. Yeah. My rating is 4.93. Mm-hmm. Your rating is 4.88. Okay. So it means no, almost makes no difference whether you tip or not. I thought you were going to be higher than him. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Hey, Ireland, yeah. find my rating on here. I don't know how to check my uh, okay. my rating. I also, I tip sometimes and don't tip other times. What, what's the tip. determining factor? If they send me that little email that or that little message that says, uh, send a tip. Okay. A, a lot of times you get a notice. Doesn't it do that every time? I thought happen. so too. Huh? No, the next time I open my Uber, that's when app, I tip. You tip for the last guy. That's when right. I tip because I always forget to do it. I always forget Trev, to do what it. What was your rating? Four point eight eight. Uh, let me open it again. Yeah, yeah four point eight eight. Mace, you have a very respectable rating. Yeah. But you're in third place. In third place. <laughs> 4.85. Oh, so I got you by 0.03, Mace. Yeah, 0.03. Slee is in second place. So it, it goes Ireland 4.93, Slee 4.91, Trav 4.88, Mace 4.85. All good, respectable yeah, ratings. Like, like no driver will not pick you up with yeah, that rating. Yeah. So one time, and I know the guy that screwed me over. So this guy screwed me over because I was getting into the car. I had, like, my backpack, and I had a cup of coffee. So while I was getting in, I set the cup of coffee on the top of the car and got in, and that guy just lit me up. He's like, why would you say, this is a new car. Why would you set that coffee there? So I know he gave me a screwed up rating, and that's why I'm a 4.85. <laughs> so Lisa, my wife's rating, is wow. is unusually low because she's super pleasant, and I can't imagine it. And I go, what is with your Uber rating? I got to guess. Go ahead. She was with a friend who was out of control. Two friends. Oh, yeah. Drunk, oh, mess. Yeah. One of them, apparently, they That'll had to pull it. over, yeah. and the girl oh, threw yeah, up. Yeah, and so, done. boom, that yeah. Lisa's rating Once you pull over and a girl throws up, I think your rating is Oh, a down. throw up is, oh, that's they a throw up changer. in the car, you get a zero. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah really. no. That's a, Lisa didn't do it, but she yeah. was with Mace, somebody who was I can't believe you put the coffee up. on top of his car. No, can you believe? That was such a simple, like, it's a normal thing. Of course you're not doing it on purpose. I mean, come on. And of course it's not going to damage the car mm-hmm. having a cup of coffee sit there for 10 seconds no new car no. that guy i'd like to find him so I'd like to i'd like to find him right now uh emily has an interesting theory that i, I want her to share with you guys okay. um about caleb williams and his impending draft into the nfl the only thing i just warned you guys it's super serious so just like this is a very serious yeah, it's theory? Be, okay. yeah i'll be a little so em I, so. I i'll turn it over to you and you explain why yeah. you you have your feelings on caleb williams yep. all right so um do you guys know about those french fries that have like oh, it's like extra crunchy they're like almost like euro you only get them like greek restaurants they have like little knobs on them they're they're extra, okay extra yeah I, I follow you especially so you greek know, restaurants just so you yes. know it's going to get more serious okay so just have <laughs> All right, got okay it. so those are probably the best fries around those I are think great fries i've yeah. never had a great a bad experience with them because they're always cr- crispy extra, always crunchy so caleb williams has an unforced error here okay on mm. his own twitter mm. account he quote tweets <laughs> a picture of these uh french fries and says i wouldn't lie these are the weakest ones 
That means that he, one, does not know what French fries are about. Two, he has bad decision making. <laughs> Wait a minute. How, how do you know how, where how, the what, fries what, came from? How, what, his, he might not just like those fries. What's <laughs> wrong with that? But that's a stupid take. And why would he put himself out there? It's just Okay, so but Emily, dumbly. how do you know yeah. where Wait. he got the fries that are in the no, picture? No, he's saying the style of fries yes. are oh, a non-starter. Are the worst yes. fries. And that's objectively a wrong statement. I told you this is going to be deep and kind of get very and serious. And so heavy, I want to you email you know the, the GM of the Bears the GM of the Panthers sure. saying, do you, under, do you want this as your quarterback? This decision-making capability? <laughs> right. What the hell is wrong with you? What the heck you, is happening here? Did you grow up on a French fry farm? <laughs> I didn't grow up on a French fry farm. She's passionate. I think that. I passionate. kind of agree with her, Small quite frankly. Small things mean big things. Why? why what's because the big deal? Because it's he empirically like wrong. <laughs> you can't, everybody likes those fries, But also, John. clearly, he likes fries, just not these ones, which is a wrong, absolutely wrong thing. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not McDonald's fries, which are sure. the very best fries there are. Those are. Those, Those are the I don't know king what they the do. Fries. I don't know what they how, Why is McDonald's fry? Why are they so good? Almost Eat always oil. hot, always very salty. Got a little crunch it's to them. Crunchy the on the outside, the fluffy You're on right the about that. They're very aggressively salty. So now what here's what I heard. I heard that they they have fried, they're all they're all uh, frozen, right? Yes. And they put them in the oil frozen. Oh, okay. And that's why they come out and crunchy. It's then, then everyone should <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, all right. that's you a wanna, good call. You want to uh you want to hear Mason swear? Yeah, of course. Chet? Mace. Oh. Josh Hader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the yeah. Astros. What do you think? Mm. A five good years, team just got better. Five years 95 is a, a lot. lot. For a reliever. A right. Um, but yeah. I, I, he's great. A good I, team I just got Josh better. Hader. And by yeah. the way, this is one of the things the Dodgers, um, I thought that they perhaps might roll the dice on another $100 million player because if you have... Because some, there seems to be no end to their wealth. Yeah. If you yeah. have question marks about your starting rotation at all, yep. you can shorten games with a guy like Hayter. Now, I heard you talking about how Hayter wouldn't He's a three-out guy. But here's the thing. So, Kenley, Kenley Jansen was a four-out guy. But I don't think it's because... I, I think it's because not everybody's arm reacts well to, I'm going to get one out... Then I'm going to sit down. I'm going to uh, wait for my team to back. Then I'm going to come out for another three. That's actually put. Travis, you would know. That's putting stress on the arm. That uh, yeah, that's different. Anytime than you just, ask somebody to do something they don't do a lot, it gets weird. Right. I, I guess right. he had some experience in Milwaukee before the Padres traded for him, where he kind of had in his mind and his agent that they don't want to do four outs anymore. So when he came to the Padres, there were a couple predicaments. I mean, against the Dodgers in the playoffs, he did have a four out game. Mm-hmm. But the series against Philadelphia, there was a lot of chatter of why they didn't go to him. They needed a big in out. In the eighth inning. In the eighth inning, they needed a big out. Yeah. And part of the reasoning was he does not pitch four outs. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm glad that the Dodgers didn't go there. Are you? I, I, I am. I, I think that that's one of those things that is, I don't want to say unnecessary, but that, if that's the going rate for that guy... Hard pass. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a uh, lot of money hard pass. for, for a guy that's going to pitch yeah. one inning every the, the once in a while. Five, a week. five yeah. years is Does it surprise is you that too. the Astros did it? Because no. it's not like the Astros are not – it's not like they're making a lot of bad moves as well. I mean, this well, is they're a in the window too, to go right? the like they're, they're in that window where their windows, they're good every year. Their windows – Altuve's getting older. Bregman's getting older. Those guys, but they're still really, really good, and they're going for it. The Dodgers are going for it. The Rangers are going. There's there's yeah. ten teams that are all in at this uh, point. Are one, you one spot left on the Dodgers forty man? Is that one not for Kershaw? Spot. If that's what they decide that's to do, that's what I think. Is they're holding yeah. it for Kersh? Yeah, yeah. 
Which sure. is good. They need a left-handed they, starter. They do. Hopefully he's okay they after do. the All-Star break. Here, here's, uh, okay, I, I've turned a new leaf, guys. I don't know if you know this about me, but in 2024, I'm positive Travis. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll believe that when I hear it. What's today? <laughs> so December so 9th or January 19th? I don't think he makes it to Groundhog Day. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the end. I, I'm going to temporarily set positive Travis aside and give you what I think about Kershaw in 2024. Yeah. So, At his age, a shoulder surgery, that's a wrap. Oh, you that, think he's that's, done? That's. A, I think. I'm not saying he won't come back. Yeah. I'm not saying he won't try to pitch again. I'm saying that because even up until where he was only pitching half a year, the half you got out of him was really good. Mm-hmm. I think that in your mid 30s, a shoulder surgery. This is not the elbow where they they figured out how to rebuild that thing. The shoulder is very different. I am not optimistic that he looks like Clayton Kershaw even in a part time. Not role. even close. Not, not. Not. I think he's going to be a very different guy. Wow. Well, well, we'll see. I, think they need I mean, to you're go talking a different direction. <laughs> you're talking to somebody who watches a 39 year old go off on the NBA every night, and you were you were wanted to get out of the LeBron business four years yeah, ago. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. And he kind of is. So I don't know if. But LeBron's never had a surgery to yeah, a major part of his body where you're rehab. asking him to right, come right. back a again. Injury, yeah. If this were just Kershaw continuing to pitch, like, it's like yeah, roll his yeah, eyes. So the throw. equivalent would be if LeBron had torn his Achilles and, and now is come back at 40. Yeah. yeah, but how about this? John Smoltz reinvented himself at the end of his career as a reliever. Mm-hmm. Dennis Eckersley reinvented. Dennis Eckersley was a starter for 15 years. Yeah, could Kershaw do that? Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about with Hader a second ago, where obviously you're asking him to do a very different thing. So right. there'd be a bit of a learning curve, I think. The question is. By the way, nobody thought Eckersley or Smoltz would be nope. any good at this, and they're both in the Hall of Fame. But it, it, it's almost just a straight math equation. Can he get that velo where it needs to be? Because right. if you're going to come in and pitch one inning, you need to get a ton of swing and miss. And in the big leagues right now, you need crazy, crazy yeah, and velo. Yeah, you're not going to throw junk. And, 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 throw and a he's ninth. a 91, 92 if guy that. at yeah. if that. And mm. those guys that are coming out of the bullpen now, they're triple digits if they're but, an inch. Okay, what I'm thinking is, as a situational guy, that's he could be dangerous. I that's mean, more like, like, who is he? Jesse Orosco? Well, yeah, but think about it. So let's say, <laughs> remember that guy? Let's say a guy. Let's yeah. say a guy. A guy comes up with like two men on with two outs in the eighth, and you need one out, and you look it up, and Kershaw's like. <laughs> struck him out 16 out of 18 right, at bats right. bring him in what well the okay hell? so there's like two fans lanes. would love it. it so i don't doubt that yeah. here's the question two lanes for hall of fame players that i'm going to play as long as i can and then i'm going to go or i'm going to get out while i'm still a hall of fame caliber player right and then there's the 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 really rare guy i'll use vince carter as the example right where I'm more than happy to just be a guy on the team, occasionally chip in and do what it is. Kershaw doesn't strike me as that guy to I, left-hand but specialist year, his last I, But year. I don't Coming think he wants to go out the way it ended last year. Oh, and, and, John, that'll think fade. about and, that'll but th- fade. But think about their team right now. You know, a chance he's got a legitimate chance to win a World Series. Whatever you can do to come back and just be a part of it. I mean, I, I would imagine so he you would say part of don't it. sign him until no, no, no. after he has the surgery. Let, let's, well, he's already had it. Right, but after, right. He, let, let's after see, you see what he's got. see what it looks like. Let's see how the rehab goes. Let, let's see how he his... Let's just see what it looks like. And, and if he wants to pitch... And you're like, yeah, that's not so bad. Great, let's do it. But my my concern is he starts his rehab, he starts to throw, he starts to work out. It's like, yeah, I, I just it's just not there. Just Ma- not there major league stuff just it was isn't barely there. there before the surgery. That's yeah. And now put an yeah. arm through that surgery. And to your point, Al, 
I don't know if he just kind of wants to be on the roster to get another World Series. I think he's Clayton Kershaw. He wants to compete. He wants to be a huge reason why they win the World Series. Right, and there would be something sad about seeing Kershaw hang around to try to get the last out in the seventh inning. But you know what? (laughs) Guys, think about this. That would be sad. Um, (laughs) Steve Carlton, one of the great pitchers of all time. Yeah. Went through like he six bounced teams around at like the end. crazy. Do you guys know where Akeem Olajuwon finished his career? Toronto. Correct. Do yeah. you know where Patrick Ewing finished his career? Orlando, Seattle. Maybe. Seattle. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't. You, you guys brought up uh, Michael Jordan to the Wizards. If you're if you're a lock Hall of Famer like Kershaw. Nobody remembers the very end. I, I agree with you. That's why when yeah. you said Mace, like he doesn't want to go out like that, I think that will fade. When your first memory of Clayton Kershaw five years from now is not going to be, oh, he had his worst no, outing ever. No. It'll be great pitcher yeah. of all time. Willie Mays, who Vince Scully Fell said was one. the best player he ever saw, <laughs> went back to the Mets for one final year and was out in the outfield and he looked drunk. Yeah, you know, it's he was bad. Like, and, and you know, he was a guy that was like a ballet dancer. Some in the guys outfield. are okay with that, but I think there are other guys that have a certain yeah, amount like of Steve pride. Yeah, like was really. I remember seeing him as a no. long reliever with the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god, the you're White down, Sox. you're down six to one, and you're in the Steve, in the fifth inning. Steve Carlton had a different view of the world too. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> it just. Who, who knows? I don't know if he's the best example. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out. That's what a hamburger is all about.